Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back, uh, 877-474-3302. Uh, Mark Bernhardt, uh, one of our uh, Twitter followers, said uh, he looks at his uh, at the bio in the last 10 or so tweets. Uh, if tweets are objectionable or all promos, he doesn't follow. And, you know, I, I, that's to me what is irritating about Twitter. You look at those kinds of things, and some people are just nonstop self-promotion exactly oh well you know that's the thing but you're going to find that you're not as active on facebook um i have about three thousand friends and occasionally people post advertising messages on my page because they know it gets a lot of hits it's pretty much the same thing which is why if you're going to be involved in social media you have to monitor what's going on Um, one business that i know has a page up there and all those uh, games you know Flora just gave you a piece of asparagus for your farm, yeah, right. you know, and that was all over their page. There was no message from them. There was no, all you could see was spam, spam, spam. And the thing is, if you're going to be involved in a social network, you need to learn how it works and take charge of your space on the web. You Absolutely. really do. You know, one you thing just I just can't to... treat it lightly. I have no question about it. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention, and Marcia and I have been using beta, uh, as this was allegedly, Google Plus was a beta. We've, uh, I've been probably using it for 15, <laughs> 20, uh, allegedly. Uh, I've been using it for 15, 20 years, as I know Marcia has done What's a lot of beta What's been in beta testing. for 20 years? Uh, oh, oh, techno- I got technology. it. Technology, not just, not Google. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm talking about just in, in I was wondering beta. what the heck's been in beta for that long. No, 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 no. Just over the last 20 years, I've, I've, you know, always used beta. And, and here's my recommendation to you. If you're going to do any kind of beta testing, don't do it on your main computer. Do it on a computer you just That's simply right. don't care about. And I always have a spare computer sitting around. I remember in the early testing days of Windows, I tested a lot of beta Windows um, versions. And I had multiple crashes and issues. But you know going into it that you're going to have that. So as long as you know that you're going to have issues or likely to have issues with beta testing, that's okay because it's kind of fun. You know, it gives you a head start. I've tested a number of um, uh, Internet Explorer. In fact, recently, if you remember, Marsha, the last version of Internet Explorer crashed my computer um, and the beta right. version of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. So, so, you know, you just have to be careful. But it is fun to do and it's always, uh, you know, joyful to be able to say, hey, I was the first joyful. one on my block to use it. Well, you know, you go, oh, I, oh, you don't use Internet Explorer 11.2? <laughs> You know, what, guy, what's wrong with you? You're still really? on nine. I love Chrome. Uh, but before we get into because Chrome is so clean, I have to tell you, I, I actually spent money on technology this week. Wow. I know. And it was something I'd been eyeing because I moved back into my office mm-hmm. for a couple of years. I chose not. I worked on my lap, laptop solely because I'm mm-hmm. a writer. You know, and it's okay. But I have an office, and I got that beautiful Lenovo touchscreen yep. computer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have bookkeeping to do. I have a lot of stuff to do, and it is actually better. And I recommend this in my books, and I didn't pay attention to what I say, is that if you work from home, stay, keep your work in your office. Don't let it spread out into your house. Right. That's a very So good. I'm back in my office now. And no offense, Lenovo, the keyboard that came with that, touchscreen beautiful 23 inch computer mm-hmm. was really cruddy i hated yeah. it i love the keyboard on my sony veos i mean mm-hmm. those are the computers i use over and over again and i write my books on it so obviously a keyboard's important to me mm-hmm. um so when i was in the sony store they had this gorgeous bluetooth keyboard 
I'm lo- I'm holding it up in front of me now. Uh, if you look down at your laptop, um, obviously you don't have a Veo in front of you, but no. the keys on a Veo are very similar to a Mac mm-hmm. in that they're like chiclet keys, as they call them. <laughs> right. You know, versus, you know, like an IBM keyboard. Right. So this is a Bluetooth keyboard, but it isn't just the keyboard. It has the number pad on the side. Yes, you know, right. The a Windows lot of people. Yeah. Right. But the thing is, usually with the chiclets, you don't get that on the side. Right. You just Okay, so, but it was $99. And you know me. Mm-hmm. I'm not paying retail for anything. So I'm scouring the web, scour, 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 just like you do every week. Right. And, I mean, I'm going to stores. I'm using the find. I'm you know, looking for anybody who's got this cheaper than $99. Mm-hmm. And I find it B&H Photo in New York. Yeah, you know, we've, we've talked about that oh, yeah. before. They had open box ones. And as we've talked before, you know, you've got open box, you've got refurbished. Mm-hmm. But in the technology world, once that box is open, it can't be resold right. as new. Right. So this was an open box one that I got for sixty four ninety nine from B&H, free mm-hmm. shipping. And I have got to tell you what a fabulous little keyboard. It's, sh- you know, it's shallow. It's not a deep keyboard. Very much if you're comfortable working on your laptop with those keys, mm-hmm. uh, the Sony Wi-Fi keyboard will do you just fine, and your hands will feel comfortable. I'm using the Contour mouse, mm-hmm. which, you know, after Logitech and my, everybody with their orthopedic and their, right. what's the word, ergonomic, ergonomic uh, right. mice, the guy, we had him on a couple of years ago from mm-hmm. Contour, yeah, the uh, those are still the best mice. Right. So I highly recommend it's the Sony. I don't know the model number, but there's only one. The Sony brand Bluetooth keyboard. There are some people online who call it, call their Bluetooth keyboards a Sony Veo keyboard, but it's not. There's only one and it's black and it really is a heck of a keyboard. I, and I paid for it. You know, this is unsolicited. Wow. <laughs> um, but uh, I really, I really started hating those old IBM style keyboards. Now, do you find since you have a touch screen, how often do you use the keyboard? Um, you know, it's funny. I use the touch screen. It has a simple tap thing, which mm-hmm. allows me to make things grow on the right. screen. So, you know, if I've come to a web page and sometimes I don't know why some web pages has itty bitty tiny words. Right. I just take my hands up on the screen and I stretch it like I do uh-huh. like you would on the tablet. Yep. Um, I do find myself moving windows with my finger. Okay. Um, you know, I somehow don't think computing is going to be like they showed us in the movies where you're wildly gesturing in the air to do your computing. Right. But it is kind of, you know, because we're getting used to the touch screens on a tablet. Mm-hmm. I think rather than going in the direction of 3D uh, for computers... I think going in touchscreen direction is much better. And from what I've heard in some of the rumors about the new Windows 8, it's going to have a lot of touchscreen capability. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody kind of likes the concept of the touchscreen. I like it a lot. I, you know, I use it more as I, as I talked about on tablets rather than on my laptop. But uh, I do think there's a certainly a, a plus to using it. And, and you are surprised when you go back to if you're used to using your tablet a lot, and then you go back to your laptop or your desktop, it's like, oh, you mean I have? Well, to what's funny is, you know, my touchscreen is a 23 inch right in front right. of me. So, you know, as I said, I'm getting used to pinching and enlarging and all that with my hand. And then I'll get back to my laptop and start poking at the screen and nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, 
talking about, I mentioned 3D. I was over at Best Buy the other day. And 3D, I want to ask you, I don't want a 3D TV. I'm really, I don't care. Mm -hmm. It's great when you're in the stores and you see the demos of the flying butterflies and the macaw winking its eye at you. You know, but how often, you know, like Kurt said to me, how often do you see this? On your TV, you're really seeing cops shooting each other. Yeah, yeah I, you know, and I'm kind of, the, in fact, it's funny, uh, uh, in front of me, I was going to do a little later, but we'll do it now. There were some ratings, uh, consumer reports that we talked about last week did some ratings of the top uh, 3D TVs and, and standard TVs. Uh, in answer to your question, I, I too, am not rushing out, even though I... Often, yeah, you rush out and buy everything. Right? I do. I often rush out and buy, you know, anything that comes out the first day. So, you know, I am one that does that. And I haven't, I have not done a, um, a 3D TV. I just, to me, yet, I don't see anything worth watching that's going to get me excited or jump for joy or, or go out to replace my TV. You know, at some point in the future when I replace a TV, I will certainly get one with 3D because why not? You know, well, I, I, but you know, the thing is, I think what, when you look without the glasses at many of the 3D TVs, not all of them, I mean, uh, some of them you actually need the glasses to look at it all the time. I don't right. get that at all. Right. But again, uh, I saw some Sony TVs, and I'm not being paid by Sony. Right. In the, in Best Buy as well. And it could be because they're 1080p mm-hmm. or 1080i mm-hmm. versus most HD TVs are still 720. Right. Um, you know, I think that's what makes them look better when you're not looking at them with the glasses. So I'm thinking just the quality of these LCDs that are running at 1080p mm-hmm. are just stunning. They are. I don't they, think I need anything more. I really don't. Yeah, I mean, let me just give you some of the ratings that uh, Consumer Reports did their testing on. Uh, for standard HD TVs, the number one rated TV was a Panasonic Viera. They gave number two to LG, which is more of well, a... Well, you know, new- the Panasonic Vieras uh, have Wi-Fi built in. Yeah, they do, and they work great, and they and they give you the ability yeah. to to do what the equivalent of Google TV is with the area. You know, you connect to YouTube, you can connect to Netflix, a, a number of different things. And Panasonic's always made a terrific television set. Uh, number two is LG. Number three, Samsung, and number four, uh, Vizio. And Vizio, yeah, Vizio came yeah. out of nowhere, didn't they? Yeah, they really did. And, you know, you see a lot of Vizios. I think it's a Costco sells Vizio. Costco. Well, Costco. I think they must have been the first to sell Vizio. Might have been. Uh, Because I remember years ago, I was listening to talk radio, and Bill Handel was saying how cheap he was that he went to Costco to buy a Vizio TV. Mm -hmm. And Leo Laporte at the time said to him, what? What's a Vizio? Yeah, right. well, you got to get a real TV. So, yeah, but Vizio became real TV. Well, it's interesting. The ratings on the difference here is a, uh, they've listed a 47-inch, uh, let's see, this is, these are all, I'm going to give you all the LCD TVs because the uh, Panasonic's a plasma. So if you compare the LG, the Samsung, and the Vizio, you get on the LG a 47-inch, on the Samsung a 55 inch and on the Vizio a 55 inch, the uh, the comparison between the Samsung and the Vizio same, at virtually same rating, were about 350 dollars more for the Samsung TV. Well, let's talk more about that when we get back yeah, because we'll, 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 I I have a thing about Samsung technology. All right, we'll so, talk about that. Uh, also, yeah. we'll mention a little Carmageddon in here in Los Angeles. For oh yeah, about. oh yeah, that's it's fun. It's Carmageddon, and so far, you know what? No big deal. No Carmageddon. No Carmageddon so far. This is Marsha Collier along with Mark Cohen, and we're on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. 
For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series solid-state drive, can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It'll improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced, and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Save your cash while increasing your sales. Every business knows cash is king. Quit paying out your cash while maintaining all the services you need. At the same time, increase sales with new customers. Sound too good to be true? It's not. WS Radio has done it using traditional business practices. We will even give you $250 in services just to give it a try. Log on to wsradio.com forward slash barter. That's wsradio.com forward slash barter. With thousands of beverages to choose from, how do you quickly and easily find the perfect one every time? Now, Pocket Wine Assistant's free smartphone app gives you quick access to prices, ratings, expert reviews, winemaker notes, even recipes and cheese pairings on thousands of wines. With Pocket Wine Assistant, you have on-the-go advice in your pocket whenever you need it, making sure your every wine selection is the perfect one every time. Visit PocketWineAssistant.com to download the free app to your smartphone today. If you're a business owner like me, whether you own a small shop or a large corporation, when it comes to building a new facility, you know it, the process can be overwhelming. And if you're concerned about getting the building you need on a limited budget, you call Anthem Steel for a pre-engineered steel building. Look around and you'll see that more and more businesses, churches and schools are using steel buildings to save time and money. For as little as $20,000, you can buy a 40 by 60 foot building from Anthem Steel. Anthem Steel has a high quality solution for almost any size building you need. Churches, schools, or gymnasiums. So call us right now for a free quote. 800-603-9978. That's 800-603-9978. Even for manufacturing, warehousing, or retail buildings, you know it. You can call Anthem Steel right now for a free quote. 800-603-9978. That's 800-603-9978. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back. Thank you, as always, for joining us. Hope you're enjoying your weekend if you're listening to us live. Um, so uh, just carry on a little bit with these tests that they did on the different TVs. So on the standard TV, Panasonic number one, Vizio number four. But I have to tell you that there wasn't much difference in their overall rating. Uh, Panasonic got a 78% rating, and they got a 74 So, And you will know, you know, one of the great things we've talked about before on the year is that at Costco, they have a great return policy. And with electronics, if you buy something, you're going to know right away whether you like right. it, whether it works. You know, especially a TV, you're going to get it home and go, 
That's not what it looked like in the store. So uh, I think it's okay. Well, yeah, because to- you don't have those high-pitched lights pointing at things in the right, proper exactly. way in your home. But also the thing is I knew some of the buyers for Costco, mm-hmm. and we see them at CES. They are the top savvy people. They know, and they get in on things, which, by the way, if you're selling on eBay, they buy that stuff way in advance. So when sure. there's a shortage on the market, you can always find it at Costco. Oh, you bet. But, you know, we were talking about Samsung TVs and um, I have a Samsung, what is it called, that that kind you and I have, the backlit one. Oh, oh yes, it's a, an old one. No, gosh, <laughs> well, it's still, so. Uh, oh, my God, I'm suddenly blank myself. Yeah, I know, no, plasma, and it's a mirror. LCD, a, a DLP. DLP. The, no, not a, mirror, but, yeah, those are the really old There things. is a, isn't, well, isn't there a mirror? I, there's the, a, there I now, think there's a gazillion mirrors or something. Yeah, I'm not sure on the but, on those. I think you're thinking of the old ones, but go ahead. Whatever. Yeah, it's a DLP, whatever it is. So I still love that TV. But, you know, I was looking at the new Samsungs, and, again, I pay for my TVs. They have these new smart TVs, Internet-connected, that are fabulous. They're gorgeous. Um, I saw, what? The 3D, of course, which was, their 3Ds look fantastic without the glasses. And I don't know what they do to make it look so good. And they're really, really slim. Well, you're I saying mean, not yeah. 3D. You're just saying as a TV. Yeah, when you just look at it, correct. Right, right, right. Now, what do you think the market's doing in plasma TVs? Is that growing? I didn't see as many plasma TVs out at Best Buy when I did my little walkthrough. I think you will find that the purest of pure who do lots of research are buying plasma still. I think that they believe that the best TV for quality of picture is a plasma TV. I have a plasma at the office. I have, uh, as we talked about, a DLP at home. And I, I, again, I'm a big fan of DLP TVs. I, you know, I like them a lot. I, I, you know, they, they take up much more space. You can't hang well, them on your wall. Much more. Oh, 10 inches. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, a lot. No, not in, in the dimension, but in depth. Yeah, your DLP. Yeah, mine is only my DL, my Samsung DLP is only about eleven inches deep. Yeah, but uh, eleven inches deep. Okay, well, what size TV is that? Uh, forty-six. Well, inch? that's still pretty good. I mean, I have a fifty-seven yeah. and a sixty uh, seventy-three. So yeah, well, you had to TVs. go out and buy that big one. Well, I remember that. Yeah, and I bought a seventy-three because they didn't have a seventy-four. So if they had a seventy-four. I would have bought that. Uh, but I'm, you know, I'm a freak when it comes to TV, and 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 I like uh, larger is better when you're watching TV, as far as I'm concerned. But I do find that most of those TVs that you know, as I say, if you're a purist, you're probably looking at a plasma that you can hang on your wall or or put it on some kind of a stand. If you're looking for, um, to me, the DLP is a great quality, and, and I don't know the percentage of sales versus, you know, one kind versus the other, you know, w- which one's getting more bang for the buck. I think LCDs are still fairly popular. And uh, and as I say, I think you go to Costco. I mean, what I would do is I would probably go to a, a Best Buy or um, – they're called Magnolia, which is the Best right, Buy right. high-end exactly. store. the good ones. Yeah, because yeah, you can go in there and you can see what is good and what is bad. And they do have, again, as Marcia talked about, you know, they're sometimes ideal settings, so you can't necessarily assume that when you get your TV home, it's going to be the same type of lighting and, and sound yeah, and everything know, else. In other words, it's not automatic. You have to adjust those settings. It's like... I remember when the old Bose systems came out, Mm -hmm. and, you know, they had the Bose rooms, and it was unbelievable. Um, When you get home, you really got a monkey with the the balance, the front to the back, the base to the truck. You have to get it right. It's It's the same thing with a television. You can't just, it's not like an old, uh, 
CRT. You know, you no, have exactly. to you have to adjust it. But I just tweeted and um, an interesting review from CNET, who did the basics of TV power. Mm-hmm. And they were comparing power consumption. The average plasma TV runs 300 watts. Okay. The average LCD, 111 watts. And the average LCD with LED backlit is 101 watts. Okay. Interesting. So, you know, that's a lot of usage. You're using three times more power for a plasma. I have to tell you, I'm in my second really kind of my first month but my second month of solar energy and Hi. i started hey i'm proud of you I'm yeah proud i of mean you. good for you it keeps telling me that i've saved eight billion uh gallons of co2 which is nice i don't really know what that means but it means i'm doing something for the world and i will tell and you that we are all grateful a grateful world thanks you really <laughs> you should just send me enough money to cover the cost of the system uh and the um and I will say since the beginning of the month, which is my first real month of 100% right. of solar right. use, so July 1st through whatever today is the 16th, I am 800 kilowatt hours to the good. So at this moment in time, for the first two weeks of the July, I've created a credit and I don't have any payment to make to my dear friends at Southern California Edison. So we'll see how this goes. And, you know, summer months are always uh, generate more electricity than the winter months do. And but this in- will pay for itself when? Well, you know, right now, the theory is because I didn't have to pay for the system. You just right, you you're, lease you're it. Right, you're leasing the system. Uh, yeah. It, in theory, starts paying immediately. Not a lot. I mean, I think they estimated that the first months of use, I'll save about 50 bucks a month. Now, so, do they come out and clean the uh Yeah, they do full the service. They do everything. They install, they do everything. I literally didn't put up a dime to do this other than the monthly payments. So you do have the monthly lease payments. So you have to add that, and they're a chunk of money. So, you know, what do they average month, monthly lease payments? For well, it depends on the size of the system. For example, in, in our house, our average monthly bill was about $600 a month when you take the right. summer and the winter months together. So this, the lease payment's about $440 a month, and then they estimate I'll get about a $50 to $100 bill. So, you now, know, do we a, get a tax write-off for this? No, they get the tax. Well, tax write-off, no. Tax credit goes to the company because the mm-hmm. company is the one that's actually putting up the money for all I the equipment. See, I see. So, I see. but there, there are also different ways of doing this. You know, not everybody does it exactly the same way. And so initially I'll be saving, you know, let's call it 50 to $100 a month. But what happens is, is energy costs rises as time goes on. And it will, you know, the next, we never see cost of energy go down. We only see it go up. Every time you turn around, one of the utilities in the country is raising their rates. God knows why, but that's what they're doing. So the theory being that I've locked in the cost of this going forward and and it gets you, you know, I don't want to get too complicated here, but it's interesting information. Well, get complicated. It's well, interesting. <laughs> I mean, what you have is there are, if you've ever looked at your electric bill anywhere in the country, you have tiers. And the number right. one tier is your cheapest cost, and the number five tier is your most expensive cost. So the theory being that using a solar energy system will bring you down to the tier one and tier two, which means that's the least expensive cost for you. So it'll be an interesting experiment. I know that it's not going to cost me anything, so I, I do know that I will make money on it. It's just a question of how much money I make, and uh, I'll report in two weeks as to what I did for the uh, for the full month. And it's interesting. So you know, and, and as Marcia said, the, the nice part about this is you're really doing something for the ecological makeup of the world. 
And I, I don't understand how electricity throws stuff into the universe, you know, those things that Marsh is afraid of when we walk in the house with the, you know, the rays from your remote controls and all those other things that you're afraid, which I'm pretty certain you're probably right about. Uh, but, uh, so anyway, so we'll keep you posted on that. Uh, I don't know how, how I got on that tangent, but let me. By the way, I got a direct message from Samsung Jessica. Uh-huh. who is on vacation in Charleston, South Carolina, and she heard we were talking about her. Well, how And wanted to know if we had a specific question. How do you like that? And do we have a specific question for Samsung? No, I Justin? just told her that we kind of liked her stuff. But next up, if you want to know how to monetize your blog, we have Jessica Gottlieb coming up here, and she's the queen of that. Sweet. So All there right. you go, yeah. 877-474-3302. If you have any questions, and we'd love you to join us next hour. We'll be right back. This is Marsha Collier, and I'm along with Mark Cohen, and we're on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. Attention eBay sellers, protect your feedback ratings from bidders who abuse the feedback system with bidder warning. Find out before you accept an offer, respond to a message, or even after receiving a bid, whether the bidder has a history of leaving negative feedbacks. Use bidder warning to regain the power to protect yourself. Bidder warning will automatically send you an email alerting you to the potential danger. Learn more at bidderwarning.com with a free two-week trial. Promo code WSRadio at bidderwarning.com. Bidder warning, an eBay seller's first line of defense. You know, selling online can be a challenge, but thanks to Dymo Indicia, shipping isn't. With Dymo Indicia, you can print prepaid U.S. Postal Service shipping labels directly from your Mac or PC. By eliminating your trip to the post office, Dymo Indicia lets you focus on finding, listing, and selling your products. My friends can save hundreds of dollars on a Dymo Indicia postage solution by visiting endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Dymo Indicia is the leading Internet postage provider with over $5 billion of postage printed. Indicia is integrated into over 100 third-party applications, which makes your inventory management easy. You get access to discounted delivery and signature confirmation, discounted parcel insurance, and hidden stealth postage. Shipping internationally? With Dymo Indicia, you can also print a first-class international shipping label. Dymo Indicia is the smart way to get it done. Visit endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Thank you for listening to WS Radio. If you are not listening on your smartphone, we have just made it a lot easier with our new WS Radio 2.0 iPhone, BlackBerry, and Android apps. Just search for WS Radio in the iPhone store, BlackBerry, and Android market. They are all free downloads so you can listen live or on demand to your favorite show. For more information, log on to wsradio.com forward slash mobile. That is wsradio.com forward slash mobile. Okay, you admit to yourself that you have a huge credit card problem. However you got there, you've racked up $10,000, $20,000 or more in debt, and it mounts up daily, right? I don't need to tell you what your credit card statements look like, but I'm here to give you some help. All you need to do is make one quick no-obligation call to the Debt Solutions Network, and one of our partner companies will help you with proven strategies to help you get out of debt. They can reduce your debt, in some cases up to 50%, and help stop the collection calls. If you're buried in credit card debt, call the Debt Solutions Networks now and learn for free how they can help you get out of debt for much less than you owe. Here's the number. 800-814-5188. 
800-814-5188. Learn how you can get out of credit card debt now. Call now for a free debt analysis. 800-814-5188. 800-814-5188. 